Hey, Calvary family, this is Pastor Michael Grove here on the Bible Reading App. Today is January the 22nd, and we're here in the Bible Reading Plan, and we are reading through the Bible a little bit slower this year. If you remember, we're taking it one chapter at a time. So today's plan is to read Proverbs chapter 3. So follow along if you can. Otherwise, let me read it over you. And in the end, I'll give you a quick thought before we end our time together. Here we go. Proverbs chapter 3. My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him, and He will make your paths straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline, and do not resent his rebuke, because the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, the son he delights in. Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding, for she is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant ways and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. Those who hold her fast will be blessed. By wisdom, the Lord laid the earth's foundations. By understanding, he set the heavens in place. By his knowledge, the watery depths were divided, and the clouds let drop the dew. My son, do not let wisdom and understanding out of your sight. Preserve sound judgment and discretion. They will be life for you, an ornament to grace your neck. Then you will go on your way in safety, and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Have no fear of sudden disaster or of the ruin that overtakes the wicked. For the Lord will be at your side and will keep your foot from being snared. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to act. Do not say to your neighbor, Come back tomorrow and I'll give it to you, when you already have it with you. Do not plot harm against your neighbor, who lives trustfully near you. Do not accuse anyone for no reason when they have done you no harm. Do not envy the violent or choose any of their ways. For the Lord detests the perverse, but makes the upright into his confidence. The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the righteous. He mocks proud mockers, but shows favor to the humble and oppressed. The wise will inherit honor, but fools get only shame. 
This concludes the reading for today. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. Okay, so there's a couple of key verses in Proverbs chapter 3, one of them being the very last verse. One more time, verse 35 says, The wise inherit honor, but fools get only shame. This verse is important because it helps you understand the intent of Solomon writing Proverbs 3. Remember, these are the Proverbs of King Solomon, who was the wisest man that ever lived. So he is writing the keys to understanding how to have God's glory and honor instead of having shame. It's also important to note that he says, my son, multiple times in here, and we should take that as he's writing it to his son. While it is for everyone, and he's talking about people that are dear to him, he talks about his son, and then in verse 11, helps us understand that the Lord disciplines, in verse 12, just like a father disciplines a son he takes delight in. So this is a proverb that is dear to him, something that he's passing on to the next generation of his family. And he's trying to set up his son for success in trusting the Lord. So he starts this proverb at a very important place. He reminds his son not to forget his teachings. Now, he's not talking about his own teachings here. He's talking about the teachings of the Lord, the teachings that he's learned and he's put into practice. How do we know this? Because when you get to verse 5, we get to the famous verse that most people have heard before, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. So he's not talking about his own commands. He's talking about the Lord's commands. And it's important to note that he starts this process by finding honor through obeying the Lord's commands. And then when you obey the Lord's commands, what does it lead you to? being able to trust in the Lord with all of your heart. See the next part of verse 5, and lean not on your own understanding. That's the contrast. It's either we trust in God, and so we obey His commands, or we don't trust in Him, and we do things our own way. Okay, so here's the difficult part. You can't trust in the Lord and still do things your own way. Those are in direct contradiction with one another. Either you trust God, which means you do things His way because you know they're right, or you do things your own way. There is no middle ground. It's either trust God and do things His way, or do it your own way, and you'll find out what that leads to. That's why Solomon goes into verse 7 and says, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. See, it's so easy for us to think we're wise in our own eyes. I mean, I've always known what's best and right. In fact, I'm sure you have too before, so don't judge me right this minute. We all, at some time, think we know best. And sometimes we do that without stopping and consulting God first. That is called leaning into your own wisdom instead of looking for the Lord's wisdom. So he says, fear the Lord and shun evil. And what does that do? This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Interestingly, verse 9, then he goes into honoring the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Now, a lot of people read the Proverbs as if each chapter has a bunch of separate ideas. I don't agree with this. You see, what he goes into is obeying the Lord trusting in him with everything, 
not relying on yourself. Then he says, honor the Lord with your wealth. Do you know the number one spot that people have a hard time honoring God and trusting in him is with their own resources. It's why people get upset when the church talks about money, because we feel like it's our money. We worked hard to get it and the church shouldn't talk about it. But the problem is, it's the thing that we put above God all the time. I know you're thinking right now, I don't put it above God. I just hold on to it and I love God more. Well, all throughout the scriptures, we read that we are supposed to bring a sacrifice of our resources to the Lord. It's the way to show that he is really Lord over everything that we do and have. And so when you honor the Lord with your wealth, then you put him above all things and you're able to trust in him more. So Solomon's command is to make sure that you truly are trusting in the Lord. And that happens by seeking out wisdom, by listening to his word, and by putting him first in everything, especially the thing that you hold on to the tightest. If you will do those things, you will be wise. And what does it say? Once again, verse 35, the wise inherit honor, but fools get only shame. So be somebody who receives honor today by seeking out the Lord, obeying his commands, putting him first in every way, and pushing your own agenda and your own thoughts to the side in order to align your heart with God's. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless. Bye.